Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 2708. I've been looking for a spot to work in and update on the Ahsoka series, and every time I think I've got a spot, something new happens, and i got to rearrange, and etc., etc. So now we've got a host of updates about the Ahsoka series that have happened over the past couple of weeks, and we're going to cover all of the details here today. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So we were just talking about the Ahsoka series the other day when we did the episode on highlights from the Empire Magazine big feature story with the Book of Boba Fett because there was a second article in there specifically about the Disney Plus streaming series that are being developed. And they interviewed Kathleen Kennedy for this, and she talked about how exciting 2022 is looking with the continuation of the Book of Boba Fett, and then the Kenobi series, and the Andor series, and Mandalorian Season 3, and Ahsoka. And Ahsoka was mentioned in that whole 2022 set, and we talked about it the other day about how that would be unusual to consider the possibility that Ahsoka would actually debut in 22. It didn't seem like that is you know, really a likely possibility. So it turns out that some additional context is available for us to consider in this regard. One of the recent Ahsoka news stories had a bit of a aside that said it's scheduled to begin production in March according to a trade magazine Production Weekly. So if that is the case, then you could compare it to, say, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, for example, which began filming in May of this year and was done in September. So it took June, July, August, September about four months to film, and there's supposed to be six episodes of the Kenobi series. With the Ahsoka series, if it really is going to start filming sometime in March of 2022, obviously we don't know how many episodes the series is, but let's just say it's six for the heck of it. And that means that it could take just as long, which means it would be done in April, May, June, July. And with the post-production time, it would probably be done right around the end of the year and could potentially, you know, maybe like that could be the series that debuts at the end of 2022 instead of Mandalorian season three, but I kind of doubt it. I feel like they're probably going to put Mando Season 3 ahead of it. That seems to make more logical sense. 
So that's what I've got on the timing of things for you. Circling back to that Empire Magazine secondary piece, there are interview quotes from Dave Filoni who's writing the series and he says, it's thrilling, I gotta tell you. It's something you imagine doing for a long time and then it's kind of startling when you're sitting there and now you have to do it. And he goes on to say, I thought of this adventure for Ahsoka for a long time and it's interesting to see how it's evolved. Years ago, I never would have imagined that it would sprung from a branch of a tree that had anything to do with a guy like Din Djarin or a child that looks like Yoda. It's a great lesson for me on how when you have other creatives like Jon Favreau, they can help lend such dimension and depth to what you're doing, unquote. Now, you hear him say something like, I've thought of this adventure for Ahsoka for a long time, and it's impossible not to think of the ending of Star Wars Rebels when Ahsoka comes back to Lothal for Sabine Wren and says, hey, let's go find Ezra. I mean, we were all thinking that anyway from the moment that Ahsoka asked the magistrate where Grand Admiral Thrawn was at the end of chapter 13 of The Mandalorian. Now, the other day when we talked about where Rogue Squadron is in its processes and compared it to where The Force Awakens was at this time in the process, it occurred to me that the script was still being written in December, but that they had already done open casting for the roles of Rey and Finn, so they knew that those characters existed and probably had a decent hold on them. And so at that point, even with Larry Kasdan and J.J. Abrams rewriting the script, it just meant that the characters were perhaps going through different situations, but the fundamental nature of the characters wasn't necessarily changing. So that meant that even though the script was being written and being rewritten, they could still cast for the characters. And so when you think about the casting rumors that have dropped over the last couple of weeks, the fact that Dave Filoni is still writing doesn't necessarily mean that they can't be casting already. If they know the major players in the series and you know, kind of known quantities character-wise, then casting them is actually a perfectly feasible thing to be doing right now. And that's how we get to the news breaking of Natasha Liu Bordizzo, who has reportedly been cast in the role of Sabine Wren for the series. Nobody has officially commented on this. Deadline Hollywood seems to be the one moving on Ahsoka news better than any of the other Hollywood trades, actually. And also bizarrely about this, the Hollywood Reporter has been completely silent on anything related to the Ahsoka series. So Deadline broke the news about Natasha and then Variety followed up and confirmed with their own sources, nothing from the Hollywood Reporter whatsoever. And not long after that, we get the news or the rumor to be more precise of somebody else being cast for the Ahsoka series, Ivana Sakno in an unspecified role. And funnily enough, Ivana has a Star Wars connection. She was in Pacific Rim Uprising with John Boyega. What do you know? And of course, this casting rumor has not been confirmed by anyone <laughs> whatsoever. Deadline again broke this one and Variety went to their own sources and confirmed it. And once again, the Hollywood Reporter, nothing, not a peep. And the whole unspecified role business has people theorizing like crazy about this. So let me put a little bit of context on it. And it's almost a bit of a water dousing, to be honest with you, but that's okay. <laughs> it's still kind of interesting, I think. So back when Mando season two was still in production, Timothy Oliphant's name popped up in the rumor mill. Oh, Timothy Oliphant has been cast in an unspecified role. And it turned out that he only appeared in one episode of the show. Hey, he got an Emmy nod 
God for that appearance. So that's very cool. But it was a guest appearance, at least according to the Emmy nomenclature. And anyway, the point is the rumor about Ivana appearing in the Ahsoka series doesn't necessarily mean that she has a significant role in the series. It might be that she only has a one episode role in the series, but it could also be significant too. I'm not saying that it isn't. I'm just saying that history has shown us that when these rumors break, it doesn't necessarily indicate that it's somebody that significant to the series yet. So can't necessarily go jump into conclusions, although I have to say I really do like the suggestion that Admiral Aralani, who is one of Thrawn's compatriots in the Chiss Ascendancy, that that character could be represented here. Yeah, that is kind of fun to think about. And on the off chance that something would have happened with the whole bring home the bounty thing this week, I did double check too, because I was like, between that and news breaking in the trades and across Twitter and whatnot, I'm like, I gotta double check everything before I bring this episode to you. And so far, as of the recording of this episode, which is late Wednesday evening. No more Ahsoka news. That catches you up on everything. And so that is going to do it for this episode of the show. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it at all, as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.